to warrior up, grab one cream and two sugars for a cup of JoJo. Matt from ParksideCards.com. We know he's like um, in the mix and the mesh, and in the, he's in the he, he's in the war room, so to speak, right now as far as like getting cards processed and everything like that. So we're going to get behind the scenes of uh, sports cards making and everything like that. Matt, you want to fire away? Do you want to go on your own? What do you want, to ask what, what do you want me to talk about, man? It's yeah, it's, it's chaos over here, but it's good chaos, you know. It, it, exactly. Just talk about that. that. That's some good stuff right there because we're talking about. We're, JP and I are super excited that um, that sports cards are making a huge, huge comeback, and we're thinking finally, 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 sports cards are making a comeback and all across the board. And you guys have to have the niche, and you guys have the the the, uh, the corner market for for lacrosse, even uh, sports cards. So go ahead and talk about what you guys have been doing with uh, Major League Lacrosse and their sports cards. It's 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 been a it's been it's been a fun it's been a fun journey, um, and we're and we're like, you know, um, seconds away from from the product hitting out hitting out to the first people that bought it, and uh, uh, hopefully a couple stores that are that have expressed some interest. Um, you know, we we started this process almost two years ago, believe it or not, and uh, it took us a while uh, to decide that we were actually going to move forward uh with lacrosse and and it made sense this year with you know so much turmoil with two leagues and uh and everything and and mll's getting ready to celebrate its 20th birthday so it just made it made all the sense in the world to dive in and make a great product for lacrosse fans and hopefully you know hopefully we'll attract collectors that aren't necessarily lacrosse fans but will become some and it's 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 been fantastic working with mll um, you know, John O'Leary and Kerry Gamper over there and their, and their main office are amazing. And each, each team, um, you know, Boston, Keller Denham, uh, Atlanta, uh, Ty, uh, Dylan Gates and, and Spencer Ford and, um, Chesapeake, Heather Huntman. Um, yeah, oh golly, let me keep going down the list. Dallas, uh, Austin Lee, Bill Gorin, their president, uh, Denver, uh, Grant Larson, and New York, um, uh, you know, Michael Sharon, like every, everybody, everybody's just been so welcoming and, and, and embraced the idea and the product and the process. Hey, hey Matt, players Matt, I'm going to interrupt, uh, uh, interrupt you for just for a quick second. I think that was pretty awesome because you were going down the list like, like a grand, like, like you just won the award because you wanted to thank everyone. That was, that, was, that was much, much integrity and respect for you. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, man, it's, you know, it's, it's, Listen, we, you know, we, we, Eric Christensen, who's my, is my partner, uh, in this endeavor, we, we're Hollywood guys. We, uh, you know, I moved to Hollywood from Maryland to, to write movies and Eric's been producing television for 30 years. So, so there's nothing you do in life that isn't collaborative and there's nothing creative you do in life where you're not really, really relying on a healthy dose of other people. And, and trading cards are equal parts creative historical um it's been it's been it's been great and you know and i can't i can't tell you enough about how how great the players have been i mean you know for your for your for your outlaws buddy like son of a gun dude courier like he's a rock star Mm -hmm. yeah you know and 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 my personal favorite player is schlosser dude schlosser's a rock star and adler it's just like i wish we could have done more with every guy possible but you know it's our first year it's our first product and uh and we had to cut it down but it's like you know we got a carter jr uh in into the set 
it's kind of funny. He's in as an alumni. So I wish we had gotten a chance to change that. Um, <laughs> no, that could be that could be a great collection right there. It's going to be, you know, for lacrosse fans, it's it's going to be a great it's going to be a great addition to to their collection of of, of MLL, but just lacrosse, you know, paraphernalia in general. We've got a healthy dose of early studs from MLL years. I mean, we got you know one of the greatest players ever. Grant Grant, Grant is hand, hands down one of the top two or three players to ever to ever play professional across in the United States. Um, yes. You know, we got, we got Jesse Hubbard, man. We got, we got Jamie Hanford. We got, you know, we got Lee Zink. We got Matt Bocket. Uh, we got some rad, rad players. Jesse Schwartzman, dude, like the great, one of the greatest goalies ever. We got some, some great guys to participate in the set. We made, uh, we made some great cards. One of my favorite things is we did get to include the three teams that contracted. So there's a healthy dose of machine cards. There's a healthy dose of launch cards. There's a healthy dose of, uh, hounds cards. Um, you know, there's an autograph in every box. And then, you know, just to show how much the league believes in what we're doing, it believes the outreach of the product. Um, every box of cards comes with four general admission tickets to any MLL game for the season other than the All-Star Championship. And we think that's going to really turn on a lot of new fans. That's awesome. We're excited, man. That's crazy. It's, it's, that's crazy. It's, hey, um, you know, c- cards, sports cards, um, for me, I, I have a whole bunch of um, uh, NBA cards. Most of my cards are NBA. But like, like what, what I'm saying is, like, um, uh, we were talking earlier off the air and before we got on the show, JP and I about um, we're we're pretty excited. Like what I said already, that we're pretty excited that sports cards are making a huge comeback, and it's about time. Um, they, they bring up good memories for 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 any age, even like instant memories when you're a little kid. Like you could sit down in your garage in an uncomfortable chair on the floor on a, on a bucket or something like that. And you'll feel like you're sitting on a recliner when you're looking at cars because you're imagine like they, that saying a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, a sport card is worth a, a, a thousand plus imaginations. And you go out there and you look at your, you're, all of a sudden you're looking at your card. It was like, Whoa, uh, I'm looking at the same card for like 20 minutes. I thought I was only looking at this one card for like 20 seconds. And, and then, and then your cause your imagination is just, it, it's like, Sports cards turn into like a movie in your head, and then you you you, you, you those pictures are so awesome because you get to know the the the, the uh, it turns on its whole persona, the character, and everything like that. And it's it, it's instant classic. Every card is an instant classic, and some hold more memories than others. But the kids and the adults and the high school age and the college age, they look at the cards and they're like. Man, I, I I remember this. I remember this like it was yesterday. And sometimes it doesn't even happen yet. You know what I mean? Your, your imagination's yeah. run wild. Um, uh, it's one of the big reasons why we're doing this is is we believe in the transcendence uh, 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 that that these sports cards can provide. I mean, you know, like you said, you have the old NBA stuff. I I have tons of tons of cards from when I was a kid, and I look at them, and it takes me back to to that age. Um, you know, I can look at tons of cards and tell you the exact year they're from. I can tell you how old I was. I can tell you where I was living, what I was doing. Uh, I can tell you who was my favorite player that year. It's just, you know, we believe in the transcendence of, of, of this sports memorabilia and sports cards. And, and, you know, in all sincerity, uh, we believe that lacrosse has long due of this kind of experience with fans. You know, one of the other big reasons that we did this is, 
the lacrosse players, the professional lacrosse players, are so accessible to these young kids and these fans. And, you know, we were looking at pictures when we, the day we made the final decision um, to just move forward and do this, we were looking at pictures of post-game uh, autograph signing in Dallas. And there are kids lined up getting T-shirts signed. And, you know, if you've ever had a T-shirt autographed by somebody, it becomes, it becomes a strange heirloom. You can't, you can't really wash it. You can't really wear it. Uh, it ends up kind of in a drawer, and, and then ultimately it gets lost or forgotten about. We just thought, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't guys, hold, it doesn't hold that nostalgia as much, right. It sure. does. It, well, it's, 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 it's an un, it's, it, you, can't pre- you can't preserve it properly. We thought, we thought these guys are so acceptable. Right. These fans need something that they can keep with them for the rest of their lives. You know, um, there was an old football player in Baltimore history, a guy named Artie Donovan. I met him once, and he gave me an autograph on a card. And uh, uh, this has got to be 30 years ago. And I still have that. And I look at that, and I think, man, this guy, this guy was – he was an old man then. I was a little kid. He offered me a can of old Milwaukee. <laughs> well, I was getting an autograph from him. As ludicrous as the story is, but, you know, it's just, it's, it connects me to that age. It connects me back to that time. I mean, this is a guy who's just an epic football player in his own right, but I don't even think about it in that regard. I think about myself. transports me to me. Um, and I think that that's a big part of what these things can do for people. And hopefully we'll see that's what they do over these years. Exactly. And I remember, remember like, so you guys are doing the, you get four tickets, everyone, besides the uh, MLL All-Star game, besides the, the championship weekend, you guys get four cards per, per set. That's pretty crazy. It's like, I, I remember the gum, remember the, remember those hard stick of gums they used to get? That, that was, yeah. I, I was like, man, that, that gum's like hard and crunchy, but it was, but, but you make it work because because you make it work because you're getting sports cards with it. That gum was like the best tasting thing ever. My, uh, my, my, I have a 13 year old daughter and, uh, we went out to, uh, the hobby store a while ago to buy some stuff supplies. And, uh, I bought a pack of baseball cards for her from 1986, popped it open. And I gave her $10 to eat the piece of gum from 1986. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think she's. I don't think she's quite over it yet. It was, it was pretty nasty. <laughs> it's like a tweet. She was biting into cardboard. Yeah. And then you remember, we, we're gonna get we're gonna get uh, GK uh, on here in a quick second. But I think we remember. I remember that even when um, the Cabbage Patch Kids, uh, they even came out with cards because they seen that sports cards were such a hit. They came out with their own cards, and I said, man. That's crazy. Like I even respect. I didn't collect them or anything like that, but I know some of my friends did. I was like, man, that's respectable because that just shows like on how awesome and how totally gnarly uh, cards cards are. People love to man. Yeah, JP has something to say on this. It's JP. So you know, I just just um, with your uh, your mentioning of the trends, um, I'm thinking the music and vinyl has made a comeback now in music. So you're exactly right with the trends going back to the old feel of the nostalgia of everything. I mean, I have tons of baseball cards back in PA that I want to get my hands on right now. They're up in the they're yeah. up in the attic right now. So, I mean, <laughs> it's the same thing with vinyl, man. You you hold an old album, you remember where you were when you bought it. 
You know, I can tell you right now, the first album I ever bought with my own money, Purple Rain. I remember going to Sam Goody in the mm. Columbia Mall back in Maryland, and I think it was like 12 bucks, and I bought that, and, and it felt great. And I remember it. Like, if you, if you handed me Purple Rain, it'll put me in, 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 in an old beige Mazda mm. with my older sister driving me to the mall. Yeah. I'll remember it. It's like these things transcend. You know, we're, we're moving into a digital world, and if everything goes wireless and digital, sooner or later our houses are going to be a couch, a television, and that's it. So people are going to collect. We got to fill our space. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Jojo, I got to be awful, man. I got I to gotta, I gotta dive back onto another phone call, but I wanted to tell you thank you for letting me uh, come on and, and gab at you. You're welcome. Hey, Keith. Okay. Hey, great kiddo. Th- thank you so much. For, you, I'm going to hook you guys up some more, but thank, thank you so much, man. Parkside, ParksideCards.com, everybody. I'll talk to you soon, Jojo. Thanks, man. Sounds good, brother. Talk to you again soon. Great, great. Bye-bye. Greg, you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. You got me? Yeah. Um, so I, I apologize because I, I wanted – I guess he had another phone call right now. I wanted you guys to talk a little bit more, uh, but, but, but we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook you guys up some more because I, I think you have some good ideas. So, so GK, um, he, he, he was just – Parksides was just calling from um, the Los Angeles metro area. Greg, Greg, uh, Greg GK over here calling in from Arkansas. And we're right here in the Mile High City, the, the, the home base for um, TSO, the Sports Offensive dot com. Two eighty, fifty two eighty. So, so Greg, so tell us about about your sports sports cards and 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 how you're refurbishing and everything like that, getting get back getting back on the cards and what it means to you. Well, you know, I mean, that's a that's a great question, and and you know, it's it's awesome to follow behind Matt because what he talked about was that transcendence and going back in time, you know, that, that's mm. an immensely powerful thing. Right. So, you know, yes. man, I've been collecting over 40 years, man. I mean, I remember the first football card I put my hands on was just this beat up old Oakland Raiders, Ronaldo Nehemiah from, I, th- I believe it was the 1972 tops card. And I've been nice. collecting cards ever since, you know, and I'll take breaks from the hobby. I'm in and I'm out. I'm in and I'm out. But I'll tell you this, you know, that football cards, most specifically, you know, there for a while I collected all yeah. cards. and But yeah. football cards have probably been the one constant in my life since mm. I was a little boy. You know, they've, they've been oh. through me. They, they, they've been there with me since through all the war trips. They've been there through the through the marriages, through the divorce, through the births, through the deaths, mm. through, the, through the moves, through the, you know, the great ideas, the big failures, mm. you name it, man. You know, if there's, there was one thing that I always had and I could always go back to was, was those football cards. And, and luckily enough, you know, that collection's grown over the years and things have really nice. changed um, in the hobby overall, you know, um, there, Back in the day, you know, when I was like eight to 10 years old, you know, all we could do is go to a convenience store and buy wax packs. And that's it. You know, we didn't even know yeah. about Beckett. You know, an autograph was an impossibility. You know, we didn't have the means to go to uh, stadium games or anything like that. Um, right. But then you're super a lucky. few years. <laughs> yeah, you were very lucky. You know, I mean, you, you couldn't mow enough yards and shine enough shoes back in the day to, to get a ticket 
let alone the ride to get to the stadium, you know, co- coming up in a, in an area that there was no sports franchise. So, right. um, you know, it, it, it was a great thing and we were all connected just like what Matt was saying, you know, the, the collaboration then, you know, I can remember that that's some of the first collaborative efforts of, of me and my buddies back in grade school, trying to work together to pool our money together to get a pack of cards. And then we'd split the pack of cards amongst favorite teams and players, you know, and there, there was just a, there was a brotherhood that we didn't even know we were getting involved in that was going on at that time. So, you know, it, it, it goes way, way back, man. This, this is a, this is a great hobby and I'm glad that there's a resurgence there. And with the advent of social media, you know, the resurgence is way different and it's unparalleled to what, uh, what it used to be for sure. Oh, that's a good, JP, I didn't think of that. What great, what, what, uh, GK 45 times 45 just said. So, so social media is going to even take it to even, could, could very well possibly take it to even another extra level. Yeah, like I said, Natoff's got his, get the uh, word out more. Yeah, Natoff's got uh, up on uh, the Sports Offensive YouTube channel. He's unwrapping wax packs. Mm-hmm. I forget which year uh, baseball cards because he's a big baseball fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh packs that he, he's, he's buying up left and right of like 86 and 80, 87s, 88s. And he's, uh, he's uh, unwrapping them up on our YouTube channel live. Or not live, but he's, he's taping and I'm putting them up. And, uh, you know, there's the, the resurgence coming back in. Yeah, and, and, yeah. The, and the fact that social media, YouTube, and, and every single which way you look at it, there's a whole, you know, direction that this could go. Yeah, it is like an, oh. like an, an extra. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, it's, it, it's amazing. You know, I, I, I was going to say, you know, back when I was 8 to 10 years old, you know, our only, our only outlet to express our passion for the hobby was to maybe go to a card shop and, and the guy behind the counter at the card shop back then, man, he wasn't a pleasant dude. You know, here's, here's this old <laughs> decrepit guy chewing on a cigar, you know, and, and you awesome. come in there and you're, you're, you're just a kid and you're like, all you, all you want to do is share your love and passion for the hobby. And you lay your cards up on his table and he chews on that cigar and he spits at you and man, that ain't worth nothing, kid, you know? And then, but you look over to the right and left and he's, you know, he's got that same exact card that you've sat on his counter. He's got that same exact card at like four times the book value. And there's no difference other than who owns the card, but everybody was undervaluing what those people had, what the us kids had, you know, and then, then I think about it in this regard too, you know, I mean, uh, my parents, you know, bless their hearts. They, they did they provided me with a lot of cards and the means to get cards. But at the end of the day, they were like, Hey, you know, that's just cardboard and maybe it'll be worth something someday. Well, you know, I didn't hang on to them in the hopes that they'd be worth something, but not a lot of people took them serious. And, and, you know, it was just kind of like, Hey man, you know, why are you wasting all your money on that cardboard? And even as people evolve and, you know, I talk to people on Instagram quite a bit. Um, you know, I try to try to respond to as many followers on YouTube as possible. And, and sooner or later, it'll come back to that, that, that they had a key person in their life that was undervaluing what they had. And, you know, there's a huge emotional investment, you know, that, 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 that collectors have with their sports cards, believe it or not. And that really comes to the surface. Once, once you take a little bit of time, talk to these people, listen to what they have to say, you'll find out that, man, there's a lot of emotion, a lot of passion in what they're doing. And, it, it, and social media is a great outlet 
to, to, to put that on display for all of us to share. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, and then the, 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 the trading, the selling, um, the collecting, all, all of it together, it just brings in, instant memories, instant fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I've, I've, I've hit, hit on that, uh, uh, during my different breaks, you know, I, I've, I've, I've traded cards, I've sold and flipped cards, you know, I've, I've met people through cards and, and some of the people that I'm meeting now on this latest endeavor are some of the best, best collectors and best people, um, around, you know, they're, they're in the hobby for the right reasons. They're, they're doing right by people. Um, you know, that, that guy that was talking about earlier, that old man behind the card shop counter, He's a dinosaur, yeah. you know, and, and they're, they're becoming extinct. And, you know, I travel around the country quite a bit. And when I do, I make a point to go into these card shops. And, you know, I come in unannounced. I'm not anybody. You know, I'm just, a, I'm just an old dude that likes to walk in card shops, I guess. But, you know, I'll look around and I'll see, you know, what, how, how they've got things posted and, and squared away on their, in their shelves and on their walls. And, and I'll listen to how they treat their customers, you know, and, you know, there's still some dinosaurs out there. I'm not going to lie, but, you know, at the same time, you can get on YouTube or Instagram and you can find a, 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 a young guy or a gal with that passion and they're, and they're coming hard and they're going to do everything they can to serve their customers and serve the community the best way they know how. And they don't have those preconceived rules or notions of how the hobby should be. You know, um, you talk to a lot of old time hobby shop owners and card shop owners, and they'll talk about, well, you know, eBay and the internet has really ruined things for us. Well, it didn't ruin things for anybody. It just gave a whole new section of good people an opportunity to get out there and get after it. And that's a, that's a beautiful thing. man. Right. Right, that's the that's that's a good way to look at it too. Even even that part of um, internet stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I yeah. A, I know there's a lot a lot of fakes on eBay right now. Is is my understanding? Yeah, yeah so, you so, know, there, there there could be fakes. You know, I a don't, lot of good ones. Like, I don't. Yeah, like, just got to be careful. I, it's still, go I don't know. I I think I think if you buy, you're buying a sealed product. Um, you know, the, the chances of that are nil and there's always going to be bad things and bad people out there, but you know, you, it's kind of like competition. You know, if, if, if we spend oh. all of our energy trying to do the best we can, we don't have energy, any energy left to worry about the competition. And i tell you what, there, you know, here, there's a guy that I follow on YouTube and he's got his own website. And if you don't mind me giving him a plug, man. Uh, yeah, and, and the reason why is because it, it, it covers this transparency issue that you just wow. alluded to, JP. Okay. Um, so Ryan Urso with Bustin' Packs 87, that's how you find him on Instagram and YouTube, Bustin' Packs 87. You can find him on his website, thebombpack.com. And this guy is a repack specialist. So he'll repack cards and then offer them to customers. And that's one of the things he does on his YouTube channel is he, he shows that repack process. So that viewer, that customer, if you go to thebombpack.com and you select, you know, a nuclear bomb pack or the bomb pack or the soon-to-come firecracker pack, you're going to see that thing put in the package. You're going to see it assembled live, live on YouTube. And, and he'll talk about his approach to business and how he's going about things. And I, you know what? Panini, Tops, Fleer, Skybox, Game Day, any of those – any of those established names in the industry, 
I don't see them doing that. And so in, in, in my opinion, you know, let the fakes be fakes. Sooner or later, they'll get found out, you know, and they, they won't be around for the long haul. But when there's somebody that's, that's authentic, has a passion and the drive to, to take care of others, if they're willing to put themselves out there and do that kind of thing, you know, they're going to get that support eventually and, and things are really going to go their way. So, you know, and he's not the only one out there doing it, but there's a lot of people out there that, that are taking it to the next level. They're putting that, that transparency up there for their customers to see. They're putting their interest and their passion out there. You know, everything that's going to hit all those emotional drawstrings and bring us into the, into the mix and, and get us behind them and rally us around them. They're doing that out there. And, and it's, and it, it, it's amazing. I can't wait to see what it evolves into over the next few years. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the next, the next few weeks, months and years are going to, are going to go by um, with, with, with card, with cards and card trading and card collecting and stuff. Like we said, it, it's getting so huge again that, um, I can't wait either, Greg. Oh yeah, you know, and and there's a there, you know, there's a reason why it's going to get huge. The technology has really changed. You know, back when I was a kid and first collecting, you, you know, you were limited to just a a stick of cardboard and then that gum that you guys were talking about earlier. That's it. You know, <laughs> yeah. There wasn't insert cards. There weren't parallel cards. There weren't multi-foil prismatic effects. There weren't autographs. There weren't sports patch memorabilia, game used or player worn or this or that. The technology is so far advanced. And those pieces of cardboard now, I mean, it's not hard to find a card that is legitimately worth in excess of $250, you know, and that's just like a regular card. And to, to, to see that out there, you know, it could be intimidating if you're just an upstart collector or maybe you're a guy like me with a bunch of, uh, you know, card boxes in, in storage and you're thinking, man, you know, I don't have any of that good stuff or I don't have that stuff I'm seeing on social. Well, you know what, man, uh, you don't have to have it to have that passion or that drive for the hobby. Right. And, and, right. and somebody out there is going to be interested in what you have to offer. You, get, you guys remember – JP, you guys remember um, that back um, with the because this this is a good way of what you were saying about the extra technology and everything. I do remember they didn't hit off as well as I thought they should have when I was a kid, um, because of the fact. Before I mention what it is, is I thought it was a great idea. I was like, man, how did they do this? And I would sit there looking at those cards for a while. It's like, how did they do this? This is really neat. But it it took off, but not nearly as much as. I thought it should have maybe because maybe now that I think about it, maybe because they didn't make enough of them or something. Maybe that was their scheme. But what I'm talking about, remember those three D cards? You turn it a certain way, it looks like they're moving kind of. Why? Why? Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, those those were amazing. You know, the the first time I remember yeah. seeing uh, the the 3D type cards was uh, believe yeah, it or you not, could feel it kind in, of yeah. In the early 70s, you used to be able to get sports cards on the back of uh, like Hostess Twinkies and Ding Dongs. And that was the mm -hmm. first time I remembered seeing, I think, 74, between 73 and 1975. And they'd have these cards. But as, the, as time went on, they, they reintroduced them in the, in the 80s. And they don't hold up well over time. And they didn't back then. And I can remember in the early 90s going into some hobby shops when I was uh, – 
uh, stationed out there in, in, in Camp Pendleton that uh, you could open a wax pack or a foil pack at that time uh, with a hologram card in there. And the, the stuff that made it holographic and, and give it that, that shape shift and whatever, it might not even last from the factory to when somebody opens the pack. So I think those kind of things got a bad rap, and they're in the '90s. You know, they talk about a glut of overproduction. Bad and, rap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so that 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 overproduction kind of uh, kind of soured everybody on the experience. But you know, there's some real hot cards out there. You know, the Contenders line has has a has an effect called cracked ice, and it's a collector's favorite. You know, people across the board just go crazy over this thing. Um, and, and it's, a, and it's effective on, you know, probably, you know, I don't have the odds sitting in front of me, so I don't, don't want to miss, misspeak on what the card ratio is, but let's say for instance, two out of every, you know, hundred cards has this cracked ice effect. And they're usually numbered in a, in a sequence, you know, out of 10, out of 25, out of 50, um, you know, back 25 years ago, cracked ice was available. Now it wasn't called cracked ice and it wasn't available through all the products and they didn't have the numbering sequences and the amount of parallel inserts, uh, available back then, but it was available. But nowadays they figured out a way to market market and target those cards to, to an audience or to specific buyers. And it's only going to get better. I I don't think we're going to see like, like how you just talked about the 3d, they were there and then they disappeared whatever we're seeing now, you know, they're going to get in and do the, they're going to analyze the hard data. They're going to look at the metrics and they're going to figure out what products are going to sell and continually sell. And companies are going to have to do that to boost their numbers because the amount of people out there that are, that are getting in on the hobby and monetizing it through all the different means available uh, is really going to push these uh, large card companies to, to really step their game up and, 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 provide a great service to the, their customers. And, and, and speaking of all this, definitely kudos for the, for the company, the, pe- the first people and the people that continue to try to do those uh, hologram uh, 3D style effected cards. But what if now the technology is so better, JP Gray, what, what if now they try, they tried it again? It, it might stand the test of time because not just any memories, but as, as the physical touch of it, because the, the, the technology is so much better. Man, I, I, I wouldn't be afraid to try it if I was making cards now, you know, um, what, what, one thing, you know, the autograph is a staple. Um, you, I don't think we'll be ever be able to, to take that off the top rung, you know, right behind it is, is a memorabilia card with a, with a patch of, you know, either a Jersey, a ball, a cleat, a helmet, you know, whatever, mm. whatever, whatever they're sticking in between pieces of cardboard, uh, these days. But then if you can get that autograph with a patch, and they've got the holographic prismatic effects. I mean, they're, some of these things are just, they're artwork really, you know, and um, you, you just, you, like I look at them and I'm kind of almost speechless because I would have never imagined at various times during my collecting career, seeing something that looks like, like a, like a Panini flawless football card that's broken out of like a, an $1,800 suitcase, you know, for, for, in cards, you know, mm-hmm. and you look at those things and they they're, they're gorgeous. Greg, I, I know you mentioned like your um your first card you remember is Nehemiah from um, 
from the the Raiders that Raiders card, the first card that you that you yep. got your hands on. What, what what about what are your say your and I know you went to specifics specifics right now as far as like different styles and types of cards like autographed autographed cards are, are will be the best. Um, I'm glad Parkside Cards are doing that. Uh, every every pack is going to have one autographed card from a major league cross player because that that is huge. But uh, you put the name with the face, the face with the name. You know, they're special, unique way that they autograph. It's pretty awesome, fun, and everything. But what is your favorite? Not your favorite, but your your top. Let's say about your top five favorite cards, whether it's football, NBA, or whatever, that is not one of those special type cards, just like a regular card that wasn't expected to be that awesome. But no, not just, not yeah, just everyone, but like your your what, what which ones do you like? And and then your top five, and then and then why? Well, the first off uh, would be would be the 1978 Earl Campbell card, and and that oh. was back then. You know, tops. Um, you know, a rookie card wasn't like a, a rookie card like nowadays. Nowadays, you know, we've got rookie cards like like Kyler Murray is a hot card right now across all of the major football brands, and the guy's never played a down of NFL football, but his cards are extremely valuable. Now, back back then in the in the mid seventies, late seventies, when I started collecting, um, that player had to play a season and then they made a card of that guy. And in 1978 was the year following uh, Earl Campbell's rookie year with the Houston Oilers. And they produced him in 78 and then not again in 79 and 80. I took a break from collecting right around 83, 84. And so from 78 to 84, there was never another Earl Campbell card produced. And I've held on to that one for, for years and years. Um, another favorite of mine is that uh, 1977 Tops uh, Tom Jackson. Um, I, you know, I, I put it up on Instagram and I said, you know, this card was one of my favorites because he looked like what I wanted to be as a football player, you know. And, right. and that, was, that was one of my favorites right there. You know, I've got, to, I've got a couple of collect collector's edge 93 john elway cards and they have that cracked ice effect that i was talking about earlier so that'd probably be three and four and then i've got um probably my fifth favorite would be you know it's it's kind of a push between uh a terrell davis rookie card you know and i've got a couple of those and then also too you know back in the day you know i collected a lot of basketball cards kind of like like you did and, and back in 1980 mm-hmm. 81 tops basketball the card itself was a three partition card so on that three by three by four card you actually had three little cards and it was perforated and you could break them apart and that's how we played with them you know we we broke them apart and we put them on the ground like five guys on a basketball team and i don't I don't even remember the kind of game we, we, we structured around that breakout, but we had, we broke all these raw cards up into the three sections. Unfortunately for me, I had, uh, there was a, a, that was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird's rookie season. And those two base cards, Larry Bird base card and the Magic Johnson base card were joined with a, Julius Irvin, Julius Irving, Dr. J slam dunk card. And I separated that. I I had like four or five copies of this card and I separated Uh, every damn one of them. And nowadays, uh, you know, that thing, that thing would be 
amazing if I kept it all together. Now I've I've got mm-hmm. the shambles of it and left in a in a top loader right now, just as a as a childhood memory to you know. And and it's not worth anything. I might send it off to get graded if I ever did grade some cards, just to just to have the legitimacy behind that card. But to me, it's just as it's even more valuable knowing that you know I broke it apart so I could do whatever it was I was doing at, at nine or ten years old. But it, but still held on to it, you know, because it was at the end of the day, it's still Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and Dr. J all on one card. Right. So, right. so that's my top five and why. Man, and JP's probably going to find out later on this summer when he gets home, gets <laughs> in the attic. And check, I, I can't wait to get in that attic and see what kind of – I have tons of cards, and I used to collect Sports Illustrated issues too. My dad still has all those up there from when I was a kid. But I have a ton of baseball cards up in the attic. I, I'd love to see what they are. Man. I forget it. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I mean – I. I've I've been back into this uh, probably just a couple months, not not very long this time around, you know. But I, it about four days a week, I talk to somebody that that says just just what JP said. He said, "Man, I'm gonna go dig back into my cards. I'm gonna go check those things out. I'm gonna see what they're worth. I'm gonna, you know, and and every one of them can, you know, it all ties back to what Matt was saying earlier. There's a transcendence there, and there's a reason why." all these collectors have, have held on to that, whether it's, you know, stored in their parents' basement or attic or whether it's in the back room of their, their home or whether it's in a storage unit or whether it's on full display in front of, you know, everybody that comes over to their house. There's a reason mm-hmm. why we held on to that stuff. You know, there's, I, I do believe there's a strong emotional attachment to, to, to our collections, especially if we're sports fans, especially if we appreciate, you know, those guys, um, I don't want to necessarily call them heroes or whatever, but you know, those are people you, you looked up to back in the day and you have a piece of that. So I, by all means, JP, when you get back home man, get up there and give her a rip, maybe, maybe even put it on the YouTube channel. Cause I, I'm, I'm sure somebody else, somebody else wants to do what you're going to do and they would love to watch you do it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. That's why Nate has so much fun. He's like, I said, I can't remember off the, he's done three wax packs that we put up on YouTube that he's just unwrapping. And he's, I think he's looking for, I, I believe it's a Griffey Jr. Uh, rookie card. And uh, there, there's like two other cards he's been looking for. So he's been buying up uh, a bunch of wax packs. And then he's just literally unwrapping them live online and seeing what you get. And, he, and he, he's pretty good versed in, 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 the, in the cards for baseball. So, you know, he'll, he'll talk. He's really good at baseball stats, too. So he'll talk a little bit about the player when he opens it and this and that. And uh, it was really interesting watching him do it because I wasn't there when he did it. He did it out of town. So, and, and you know, that, yeah, you guys, that, that that's what was so cool as well. Is, is we're, we're talking about the 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 the, the face of the, of the cards and everything like that, but but the stats and the little stories. Some of the cards had little stories in, in the back of the card about the player and stuff like that. That that was that was pretty incredible stuff as well well and the one thing he was telling was there was one card and i don't remember what it was off the top of, the head, off of my head it had a couple different versions of card and the one version he was looking for there's something on the bottom of the bat like an x that, he, that oh, was very mm-hmm. rare yeah um, so that that card right there is a billy ripkin rookie card right and billy ripkin yeah. was cal ripkin's brother right and i believe it's yep. like a, a 79 or 80 fleer 
And what, what Cal Ripken did was wrote, you know, uh, he, he wrote a, a name on the bottom of that bat, you know, yeah. uh, four letter word, you know, I'm not going to use it right now, but it was yeah. that word face and was on the bottom of the bat and it made it through yeah. the first series of prints. And those mm. things are, are, you know, we, we, the three of us don't have enough money to buy one in mint condition, ungraded, you know, right. and that's a real hot item, you know, so like, like, like misprints and, and things like that. You know, there's a lot of people chasing Michael Jordan rookie cards, you know, those FLIR 80, I believe 84, 85 wax packs are selling in excess of $1,100 per pack. Oh. And I think it's an eight, eight card pack from back wow. then, you know, and that's one of the cool resurgence from social media is you have these card hunters hunting these cards with that knowledge and, and they know what they're talking about. They know what they're looking for. They're, they're not getting into it blind and they're ripping those packs on YouTube and they're giving all of these viewers a tremendous amount of knowledge and right. that knowledge builds appreciation for, for the sport builds appreciation for the hobby and builds appreciation for, for that individual as a, as a, as an expert in, in, in that, in that realm. So man, it's a win, win, win all across the board. If you ask me, brother. And, and, and to get to the now you have to, you have to realize the past and, and, and to, it's good history. Sports cars are good history, you know, and, and, and we, we can't lose that. And I'm, I'm glad sports cars are making a huge comeback. Even like some people, like you said, great. Some and never left a lot of people. Even if yeah. even if it left them physically, mentally, and emotionally, it really never did. As they think about it now, it's like they're physically coming back now. It's like wait a minute, they actually really did never leave me. No, no, it it it, it never does. You know, <laughs> I mean that that that's what's crazy about it. You know, I I thought I was the only only guy like that, but like I said, man, if I if I meet ten people. In, in that space, in that sports card space, six of them have an emotional attachment to something long time ago, you know, and that's, you know, and, and, and with that said, you know, it's really important that, that we do take the time and we do uh, pay our respects to those, those people because that's valuable to them. You know, if, if you're going, if, if you're trying to run a business or run a website or push content and you don't have appreciation for the, the guys and gals on the left and right of you, you're going to have a tough go of it, you know, because, because you don't, you definitely don't want to talk down somebody's emotional investment for sure. You know? So man, yeah. you know, that's yeah. one of the things we always try to do is have a, have a healthy appreciation for what those other collectors are into, you know, just because we might not be in that space or in that uh, involved in that realm, we, we've got to pay respects to, to those people because without them, you know, we don't really have a leg to stand on. And, and, and you're right. Absolutely. I, I agree. Absolutely. Hey, remember when, um, speaking of Michael Jordan rookie cards, I, I'm, I got to double check. Cause I think I have, might have like two or three, I don't know which ones off the hand, but um, I might have like two or three Michael Jordan uh, uh, excellent. I don't know if they're mint, but they very well could be mint condition or close to main condition uh, uh michael jordan rookie cards and stuff i know i have several Whoa. uh shack shack i know i have several shack rookie cards but um uh, but yeah right that'd be crazy Whoa. if i had one once 
That's a that's oh, awesome. Man. I mean, yeah, and, and if you I do, you know, there's there's several different ways that you can go about, you know, preserving those cards and taking care of those cards. You know, there's a there's a big faction of collectors that uh, recommend and stand behind the card grading process. You know, uh, you know, basically taking your card, put it in a protective penny sleeve, and a, then a top loader, and then mailing it off to like Beckett or uh, PSA, paying them thirty bucks. They'll send it back to you in a in a plastic slab with their rating on there. You know, there's a lot of people that believe in that, and 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 in some regards, it's kind of the way to go, especially if you want to legitimize your collection for like insurance purposes or to ensure that you could pass on something as a, as a, as an heirloom with, with considerable value, you know, uh, card shops and collectors will always be quick to drop close to market value on a, on a slab or graded card, um, raw cards, you know, if, if they're preserved and, and it's simple as just sliding in a penny sleeve and putting it in a top loader, they can almost command the same, the same type of respect, you know, um, and, and then if it's just a card that you, you're just attached to, you know, do with it what you like. You know, no, no one can tell you how to collect anything. So, right, right. you know, yeah. but there's but there are ways to legitimize a collection and, and make it to where, you know, you, you can actually tell your insurance company, hey, I've got I've got two thousand dollars worth of cards and I want to put a I want to put a policy on them or I've got ten thousand dollars worth of cards you know you think about mm. it if, if you've got one of those eleven hundred dollar and up rookie uh jordan rookie cards it might be in your best interest to, to to put a policy on that guy for a few pennies a month just in case you know mm-hmm. uh, I, I remember uh, mcdonald's had some basketball cards going on and they had a really rare rare one that they made they only made like i think I can't remember, like maybe like a hundred or something like that across the whole country. And it was a Michael Jordan. It was like a silver. It looked like chrome. The card, the card looked like chrome. And the picture, I was like, oh, man, wow. that'd be crazy if I got one. I opened it up and I got one of them. And I, I, I have it somewhere. I know I have it somewhere, but I, I end up get. I was one of the lucky hundred or hundred fifty people that got one of those cards, and I, have, I have it somewhere. Jojo, I've seen your desk. I don't know about <laughs> somewhere. <called. laughs> yeah, but. I mean, it, it looked like it was like, it looked like. Remember that 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 uh, the the well the movie um, uh, no Pre- Predator. Oh, Predator. Okay. And and you know he looks like um, transparent kind of. Yeah. The card kind of looks like that. Oh, okay. Like that. It's, but but more of a silver <laughs> look, like more like like the Silver Surfer. Oh. Like, okay. It, it kind of looks like that, and I I, was, I end up getting one of those, and I and I have it somewhere. Wow, that's amazing, mm-hmm. man. I'd I'd like to check it out if you if you find it, man. Send if me a I pick find of that guy. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll let you check him out. And, and um, um, speaking speaking of the NBA cards and 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 cards of the future, you know you know what could be a really huge card, you guys, is um, the Toronto Raptors versus the Golden State Warriors are in the finals right now. You know, huh? Raptors win oh, one yeah. more game, they could they could they could wrap it up. <laughs> Pun intended again, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> but they they can unwrap. Pun intended. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Guys. Right, so you're not going to oh, bring okay. that drink. Then you have to give you a couple rinse out. Yeah, it's the sound effects. They need to bring out the sound effects. I don't think I have the sound effects on here. But um, they they could they could bring a whole whole new market for Canada 
sports cars because they could be the first team in NBA history from Canada that win the, that win the championship and the games could be in Canada. That could be uh, pretty, pretty huge, especially if catch, uh, somebody gets captured that moment just right. You know what I mean? That that could be a, a good collector right there because it'd be the first time ever. Oh, oh for sure. You know, uh, and I'm drawing a blank on who the that dominant player is for Toronto right now. You know, I was just thinking about, about him earlier. Kawhi Leonard, yeah. You know, there there's always the next one, you know, and, and whether it was whether it's Jordan or Gretzky or Tiger Woods or, you know, um Emmett Smith or who whoever the all time great is that you can you can think back to. And Nolan Ryan, there's always a next one. And 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 maybe that's what we're watching right now. And if Toronto can close that series um and, and take a t- an NBA title to Canada you know, uh, Kawhi Leonard is he—he's—he's he's gonna be riding that wave, and that—that that would be the hot card to get across the NBA. I know the the guy in Milwaukee. You know, I'm not that familiar with basketball, um, but I know, uh, and I can't say his name. He's the the Greek guy, the Greek freak. Yeah, what I know him as. That guy right there, his card is blowing up huge across social media, across oh. eBay, across yeah. co- collectors' websites. You know. Um, there's a high dollar value on anything with those two players. So, you know, if, if you're ripping NBA packs of any kind and those two guys fall out, definitely, definitely put them away and put them in safekeeping because uh, they'll like those old, old cliche goes, you know, they might be worth something someday. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Giannis is one of the, he had a breakout year this year and uh, Kawhi, you know, he's, he, he's a perfect Canadian. Um, you know, coming off the Spurs, he was he's the quiet guy, uh, doesn't talk much. He, he got made fun of for his laugh, actually, when he, when he actually laughed once on camera. But uh, yeah. you know, he's that quiet, unsung hero up there. And he really, that whole team actually stepped it up right now, you know, top to bottom with the bench play and their defense. So interesting game tonight coming up. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to watch it. And, you know, uh, we've got a game seven Stanley Cup final game, you know, that's yep, that's always a, that. that's always a great time in sports, you know. So you know, even though you know my main sports not on the burner right now, man, there's more than enough to be engaged and involved in right, uh, right. With, between between a classic uh, NBA Finals matchup and and another uh, long-awaited Stanley Cup Game Seven, you know. And, and mm, for the fans of St. Louis, right. you know, what is it, 42 years without a Stanley Cup, you know. 36 of those years on, on, on the cusp of greatness, making it to the playoffs and never, never climbing that mountaintop. And if, if they're to, if they were to close out game seven, uh, you know, St. Louis, it, there might not be a St. Louis left, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that place is going to go crazy. They, they might just rip the arch down. I don't know. Uh, here's a trivia question. The last time the St. Louis Blues were in the playoffs was 1970. Stanley Cup Finals was 1970. Who did they play? Boston Bruins. Yes, they did. <laughs> and then, like last time, crazy. they <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's crazy yeah. cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, you it, know, there's, it's there's, going to be a fun game Wednesday night. I, I'm a, a very big hockey fan, and any Game 7 in a Stanley Cup is the mecca of all games for me. Well, yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, it's, it's better than, to me, it's better than the Super Bowl. Uh, it's, you know, I've got three things I got to watch each year, and, and 
the Stanley Cup playoffs, any game seven, especially a, a finals game seven, uh, the Kentucky Derby, and, uh, and of course, yep. the, the Super Bowl, you know. I mean, yep. uh, if I miss any one of those, then I'm, I'm off kilter for about another year. I, I'm the same way. Same way. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, hey, you guys. So I, I, I got, um, like, JP talked earlier. Um, it, 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 he made, not in front of, he made light of, because, you know, you know, I have had, you know, who, who has it that did not play sports growing up or anything roughhousing or anything like that has not had like a cushion here and there, but some of us get it different ways. Earlier, um, and we had concussion experts on the, on our podcast on the Cup of Jojo Wardrobe Race uh, before, uh, concussion experts. And JP earlier said um, he made light of the concussion because he, he experienced many concussions, but you know what I mean? But, um, to, so you you got you got to make light of it and stuff like that, even though sometimes things are serious. But at the same time, I'm going to transition that into infamous cards. What about what do you guys think about infamous cards? And are are they good collecting? Not I don't know about the word good, but are they good collecting and valuable collecting as far as like like um, O.J. Simpson, uh, Junior, uh, not Junior, uh, uh, Hernandez, D.J. Uh, uh, Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry, and the one that did the stories from from San Francisco Giants, uh, Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds, like those cards. I, I, me for one, I'll start it off since I I bring up the, I put my, I put I don't I'm not trying to put anybody in the hot seat, but I'll put myself in that hot seat even though I said it's not a hot seat. I think I think those cards could be uh, in in some unique interesting way they could be very valuable to a lot of collectors out there because there's collectors of all sorts of things on, on cards. What do you guys say? Well, you know, it's interesting that you interesting, said that. Right? You know, I've, I've, I've got, I've got some OJ Simpsons, and uh, last week, you know, I was, I was sorting through a lot of cards. One of, one of my uh, friends through Instagram had, we, we had arranged a trade, and so I'm sorting through cards, and I'm pulling cards to trade with him, and I come across a, an interesting card, and it was a Lawrence Phillips rookie card. So this guy, yeah. you know, was a, a first round draft choice i believe by the los angeles rams maybe the st louis rams yeah. back com, coming off a great career at nebraska and yep. you know You're exactly that right. guy about eight years after he was drafted he ended up dying in prison and and i looked at that card and i thought man what a what a crazy story you know and i and i don't think that it has mm, any monetary okay. value per se but uh you know it's just interesting to to know that that for every every card that I can pick up, and, and that's a hero, you know, there's also another card I can pick up, and that guy's story didn't end very well. So right there, you know, like if I'm if I'm going over my collection with with my son or other young collectors, you know, you you can really use it to to illustrate the good and the bad of of decision making and you know just everything that goes along with it you know i don't know that monetarily speaking those that that would be very valuable uh but well, you know what Craig? i, I think they hold could on, be very hold on real quick great yeah yeah okay good way to wrap that up but check this out i'm not gonna say it but in, in, anyways um as, as far as like monetary maybe to somebody out there they will be willing to pay like a, a lot of big bucks for that for that uh, here said card Barry Bonds or 
or, or OJ or something like that, because it, it could take them back to them. We were talking about everyone has their own memories. Everyone has all special, yep. special memories. So maybe that could take them back in not so much what they did later on in their life, but that right then and there, you know what I mean? We, we, we can't, yeah. it, uh, like, who are we to judge, so to speak, even though we, we could uh, say something like, hey, man, I, I don't, do, obviously nobody agrees with what they did later on, but as well, far as the, the sports part of it, I, I heard someone say this the one time. Okay, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure who. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if it was about OJ or somebody else. The market is is what someone's willing to pay for it. You know, maybe that's OJ. They have a special memory of OJ beating OJ or something like that. Or, or like with Lawrence Phillips, he just brought up. You know, you can you can show that card to your son or your kids or or whatever and say, you know, this guy had it all at one point, thrown in jail, got killed in jail oh. eight years later. And use that as you could have everything one day and absolutely mm. nothing the next. Talk, cards are storytelling. E- either way, you know, um, like like I think I think back in '84 uh, there was uh, there was a the first series of maybe Flair basketball might have produced like a Lynn Bias rookie card, and and I know there is monetary value on that. You know, yeah, sad yeah. sad story, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, there. I mean. It, 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 I think there's good and bad to it, you know. I mean, I think I have a there, bias card. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Years later, mm-hmm. you know. Crazy. I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting to, to to go through and find out. Um, no, 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 no. It's it's sort of the same topic, but even though it's on the same track, but not the same topic, so to speak. Like cards that like um like us. Uh, uh, Kind of to bring up sad memories, for example, uh, uh, Junior Sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, that. That's another thing too. You know, like, um, and, and with the way things have evolved, you know, while when, when Junior was was wrecking havoc at USC and and on the uh, on the field in San Diego and New England, we we really weren't educated enough about the effects of CTE. You know, now oh, yeah. keep sure in mind that. No. That, that 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 during that time, you know, like like a guy like Mike Webster was dealing with some seri- pretty serious stuff, and yeah. um, th- th- those cards can can be used as like indicators or you know, lack of better terms, uh, reminders of, of how important it is to evolve the game and and evolve the safety and and, and evolve the 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 player care and you know just. The, the game's changed for the better because of that. So if if you have a junior sale, it, it may come with good and bad memories, you know, but I, I'm, I'm willing to bet, you know, I never met Seau. I never shook his hand or thanked him for what he did out on the field, but I bet, you know, the majority of people you talk to that, that did meet him and didn't know him have, have more positive things to say than, uh, than negative things, you know, and, and that's the yeah, beauty of right. it. You know, it, it allows us to, to put that in, in the best of light, and and go on about our days, you know, in a positive way. So sports sports cards have uh, fun lessons, uh, uh, rough lessons. JP sets um, um, lessons of, of life. Yeah, what, what can you can do and not do, and what you know, like way to way to get on the the, the straight and narrow path more. To watch yourself, sports cards are are, are very storytelling of every. I can't think of a level that there could not be with with sports cards. I, I, I don't think I, to anybody. 
Yeah, and I don't think I could. I would disagree with you at all, JoJo. I, I, I got to back you up on that 100. Mm-hmm. percent and, and, and you guys, JP, we we talked about uh, we 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 asked uh, Greg and he he had some good ones: Zero Campbell, and Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, um, and, and Dr. J. Uh-huh. Your top, at the top of your head, you might forget. Remember some other ones later, but top of your head. Not special edition cards, but just regular cards. Regular cards? Your, your top five cards. Uh, any I was, sport. Any sport. I was always baseball cards. So, okay, so most likely your all your five is going to be baseball. Yes. Okay. It, it, would, be, it would be Mike Schmidt. Oh, Mike Schmidt. Steve Ooh. Carlton. Oh. Uh, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Um, oh. and, then, and you don't have to own the cards. This is a card that you would have or that yeah, you would right, like. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, Darren Dalton was one of them because I was a catcher. Oh, I was a catcher. Okay. I was a catcher. Okay. He had the blonde, what, what about model wife. Jaeger. So. Uh, a good one. Jaeger's a good one. There's one I'm forgetting right off the top of my head that I, oh, goodness. Ozzy McGee. Oh. Yep, Ozzy McGee. There were, wait a minute. You made me think something. Was there two different Ozzies in baseball? There's an Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. But I'm thinking about the, like, the Ozzy Newman. Or I'm thinking Eddie, or... I'm thinking of the 170s ball player. The one he's like to do uh, backflips? Oh, that's Ozzy Smith. That's Ozzy Smith. That's yeah. Ozzy Smith. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Smith is my big, I was a, I'm a big Phillies fan, so Schmidt wow. was always my, my oh, favorite. I have a lot of Schmidt. Pete Rose? Pete, Pete Rose, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, but, that's, know, that could be, that could fall into the infamous. That could fall into the you know, mm-hmm. with the gambling, and he's still not allowed really back into the mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a whole other story. Let him play. Let him in, everybody. Let him in. Trust people me. make mistakes. People we've make we've mistakes. gone over this one at great length on the, uh, the Saturday <laughs> show. And, and uh, let's just say it was not PG-13. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank right. you. He has, he has a nice um, lacrosse shirt going on right now. <laughs> I don't need I don't need it. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> hey. So I'm kind of bummed that neither of you guys asked me about my five favorites. Well, we're about to. <laughs> Your five favorite, Jojo. Oh, wait, wait. You didn't. You didn't say all the reasons why. Oh, you you did. No, you Philly. And I said Philly. I love the Phillies. I was a catcher, and I collected baseball cards. I, right. I dabbled in other sports a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's mostly baseball cards uh, that that I did because I was baseball. You always Jojo. Well, I, I was. I started off in baseball, then I started pee wee football into high school football, then I blew my knee out. Right. So uh, um, it was always baseball was the first passion. I was I was looking to go to college on a baseball scholarship that's mm-hmm. captured and until I blew my knee. So baseball was always the first passion. My cards, you guys. Um, well, you got, no, no, no. You guys have to officially ask. Me. All right, Jojo, <laughs> your top five yeah. cards and why they are. And I'll tell you what, if you say okay. that you have them somewhere. I'm going to send you off to TSA for 30 bucks to get you rated on a scale, okay? Okay, this item might have somewhere. No, I'm kidding. All right. Um, man, that's, a, that's not fair. I don't know. I can't answer that question. Okay, let me try. Um, man. Um, okay. I would think probably whether I have them or not, just like, just like I asked you guys. Ma'am, I, I, can't, I can't answer my own question. Okay, so how, how about we got um, Earl Campbell, just like, like Greg here. Earl Campbell has got to be one. Um, I, I got to go with, you know, me and my lacrosse, because I got to go with the lacrosse card. Any topic, like, like uh, junior, 
uh, one of the pals, our uh, Casey Powell uh, Jr. One of the um, man, let's see. Um, I know. I'm wearing Casey Powell. You know, I think how I feel about Casey Powell. Um, um, either. Um, I can't do an either, huh? It's got to be one. What, what, what about say, that? I was going to say either. Uh, there's, there's no one A or one B here. Dang, man. You guys are tough on me, man. I don't get a buy. What about that uh, Jordan oh. card from McDonald's, man? That that sounded like a pretty epic find. Yeah. That that card, man, even, even though Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Shaq were my favorite players, uh, yeah, Michael Jordan, that card I was talking about, man, if, if I find that card, oh, but JP said I can't do that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that's funny, that's funny. I'll, box, I'll box you up. You can't box you up. You box me Okay, speaking of boxing, maybe, maybe um, a, a Sugar Ray Leonard card. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, him and Mike Tyson were my favorite uh, uh, professional pure, boxers. Pure force, Sugar Ray Leonard, one of the most purest mm-hmm. punchers you've ever seen. Yeah, I would have to probably go Sugar Ray Leonard, even though some might have more. Right, you he know, was one of the pure monetary, you know. Yeah. Money, Sugar Ray Leonard. Um, yeah. John Elway and, and probably uh, uh, Franco Harris. Franco's a good one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty solid list there, Joe. Yeah, yeah, because I, I like Mean Joe Green so much too, though. Um, th- th- those those cards were were pretty awesome, you know. It, it's like it's not it's kind of unfair to say your top five. Huh? You could say top ten, and they'll still be super tough. It's like it's like trying to put the the Mount Rushmore of the NBA top five in there. All of a sudden, you come up with instead of five phases, you come up with twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You you almost need like three or four mountains, you know. And, and, <laughs> The, the the longer you watch sports and the you, the longer you're dialed in, the bi- the bigger those mountains become. You know, you can think of so yeah. many great players over the years. Greg, we got we got we got less than one minute left on our on our airtime. Um, so thank you again. We got we got to uh, get you on often and, and maybe even. Um, Get get you like get you like a a show. Well, I think we have to have him on the Saturday show to talk with Nate. And Boston, yeah, definitely. yeah, that, you, you definitely got to come with me because that that show, Greg, it's it's it, it's come as you are, meaning coming involved. Like it's uh, anything goes. Like you could be PG thirteen, you could be PG, you could be rated R on 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 the audio and everything like that on the Saturday show. I, I always say JP's really, got to get you on that show. We I always say we're like the Howard Stern of sports talk radio. Is, yeah, is the way I would yeah sometimes. You know, I've checked you guys out in the past, and I and I and I love what you guys are doing, man. You know, I'd be uh, I'd be humble, humbled and honored, you know, to to help you out however I can, man. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'll get uh, your information from JoJo here, and uh, we'll yeah. set up a time here coming up in in the next couple of weeks. And, and, and the sports offensive, even though it's a sports offensive, sometimes we could venture off different topics. You know, and like like for example, Greg, it's it's up to you, obviously. But you you, you could get a show that talks about. Um, your, your 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 sports cars, your sports, and, and even off topic of sports, as far as like um, because what you talked about, like you went you know through the divorces, through your war, your 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 veteran. And by the way, thank you for 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 serving the country. Oh yes, thank you, thank you. Oh man, that's a you know I I appreciate those kind words, you know, and it, it was a it was a privilege and a 
uh, a pleasure and an honor to be able to, to work in that capacity. You know, I, I was real fortunate to be able to, to uh, strap, up, strap on the, those combat boots for, for the length of time that I did. And, and you know, I, I was just grateful for that uh, opportunity and, and, I'm, and I'm humbled to hear you, uh, both of your kind words. Thank you. That's great. And if you want to, you got to talk to JP, obviously, because um, he's, he's one, obviously one of the directors of, of the, of the TSO, the sports offensive. Uh, but talk to, talk to, I, I put my good word in on and um, I think it'll be a good, sh- a good show to even um, collaborate and, and bring, bring that because I would think the, the, when you were in war, sports helped you out and stuff like that. We talked about your cars. Well, you you got to talk to JP out there and, and maybe, maybe you guys can make that happen. Do like a, a little, yeah. a little yeah. show on that. Yeah. I'll get to, I'll get well, to all your, uh, your information from Jojo here. All right. Sounds good, man. Hit me up anytime, man. And if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give a couple shouts out to some of the guys in the community that, that have helped me out uh, on the, my reintroduction to the, the, the social uh, media platform and collecting again. You know, I already talked about, you know, uh, Bustin' Packs 87 on Instagram and YouTube. Another, another one of my YouTube favorites is uh, Rippin' with Biggin. He's new into the game, but he's, he's got a good heart and he's collecting from a good place. If you can go over there, uh, drop a like, drop a comment, hit the subscribe button. And um, one of my main guys uh, that I like to buy and purchase cards from Ram Torres with NorCal Hobby Shop, NorCal Hobby Shop across all platforms. Hit those guys up, man, you know, do them right. They'll take great care of you, you know, way better than that old, that old crusty cigar chewing (laughs) SOB. That we used to have to deal with back in the day, man. So big shout out to those guys and everybody else out there across the platforms that are, are, are doing what they're doing and, and putting their passion out there for, for other people to see and follow. Everyone, everyone hit us all up. We're, we're, we're about out of time. We've got to get the music going. But uh, everyone hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram. Well, mine is Jojo War underscore Jumber. you got the Sports Offensive on Twitter, the the SPT offensive, just follow mine and you'll, you'll, you'll see their links, uh, follow it on, uh, I'll tag it up on Instagram, follow, uh, hit the Instagram, look at mine and you'll find Greg. This is uh GK 45 times 45. Anyways, um, you guys were out. Th- thank you so much for, for the time, everyone, for everyone that's listening in. iHeartRadio, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and of course the good old, the sportsoffensive.com. Offensive? All right. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. Right on, Greg. It's time to warrior up. Grab one cream and two sugars for a cup of JoJo. Watch me playing guitar and you feel what my fingers can do. You win.